Hi, welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Agri-America podcast. Today we are discussing the differences in performance between steel and polyethylene piping in water supply systems. We will talk about the merits of pipes made with PE4710 or a superior PE100RC resin. Every month, the plastics experts at Agru explore how geosynthetics, thermoplastics, and fluoropolymers are changing the world around us. Discover more about Agru at agruamerica.com or by calling 1-800-373-2478. Thank you, Kaylee. Today we are talking about two common piping materials used in water supply systems. First, why do you think this is an important discussion to have? The aging water infrastructure in the United States costs millions of dollars every year in leaks alone, and modernizing these aging systems will be very costly. Therefore, I think it's important to discuss the merits and drawbacks of different piping materials. I know that piping material can affect many aspects of a water supply system, such as where and how it can be built. What are some other factors affected by the piping material? As you mentioned, the piping material cost can make a big difference at the start of the project, but I think focusing on the material's immediate impact on the project budget is a bit short-sighted. Piping systems are meant to be in place for decades, so how the material performs through the years is equally as important, in my opinion. Right, so what's one long-term factor that's important to a successful water supply system? There are many, but I'd start with something basic like flow capacity. Interesting. Pipes are shipped and installed with all project stakeholders well aware of the expected flow capacity of their system. That's true, but you know some piping materials can have their flow capacity decrease over time. Sounds like you're talking about buildup within the pipe itself. Exactly. Most pipe materials have to deal with biological growth, mineral buildup, pitting, rust, and corrosion. These processes will go on to affect the pipe's roughness coefficient and reduce the inside diameter. In time, the water flow capacity and velocity will be impacted, requiring more energy to pump the same volume of water. From what I understand, corrosion seems to be the main drawback of most piping materials. Corrosion can lead to pitting and buildup within the pipe, affecting flow capacity. That's true. Steel pipes, for example, must be coated to help control external corrosion. Other methods are also implemented, but these are just temporary solutions that help limit corrosion, not prevent it. And I think this area is really where you see the benefits of polyethylene piping really shine. I know that polyethylene is not affected by corrosion. So does that mean its roughness coefficient will remain unchanged throughout the duration of a project? Yeah. While other materials like cast iron and pipes can have their roughness coefficient and capacity drop by more than half in a 50-year span, polyethylene's roughness coefficient and capacity stays the same thanks to its chemical resistance. So with the polyethylene piping system, you have a smooth internal wall with an unrestricted water flow. Right. An unrestricted water flow means a predictable amount of energy every year to pump the water through the system. I know we talked a lot about leakage rates in the past and how the United States ranks compared with the rest of the world. Just how bad is it? Our leakage rates vary from state to state, but overall we are fortunately not in the 40% range you see in some countries. But even our average leakage rate represents about 6 billion gallons of water lost every day. That is an unsustainable amount of treated water to lose. It's really hard to fathom for sure. And while pipe joints aren't the only source of leaks in a water supply system, they are an addressable problem. For most materials, there is an acceptable leakage rate that is factored into each installed joint, right? It depends on the joint and material being used. In this regard, steel and polyethylene are very similar. Both have pipes and fittings that can be welded together to create leak-free joints. You mentioned leak-proof joints several times. I'd like to clarify how this is possible. 
Different segments of pipes are brought together at joints using pipe fittings. With some systems, these joints are often a source of leaks. For polyethylene pipes, on the other hand, there is the option of fusion welding the pipe and pipe fittings together. The resulting fusion welded joint is leak-free and will positively impact the system on multiple fronts. That's right. If you are able to address exfiltration from a water supply system at the joints, then you are not only addressing water loss, but also reducing the frequency of maintenance. I know in some applications, downtime as a result of maintenance can be detrimental. Nuclear power plants, for example. PE4710 and PE100RC resin pipes are generally favored in the water supply systems built to support nuclear power plants due to their long-term reliability. And by building a robust system that does not have high maintenance requirements, power plants can save millions and dramatically improve site safety. I like that you brought up safety. The durability of polyethylene pipes has improved thanks to improving resin grades. Today's PE4710 allows for larger pipes than what was possible several decades ago. And recently, enhanced resins like PE100RC are now available, which supports the creation of larger diameter pipes for projects requiring higher capacity flows. Yeah, Agro's XXL piping system has been used to create outfall pipes for a number of wastewater treatment facilities in North America and has been incorporated in stormwater systems abroad. But these large pipes, reaching 3.5 meters in diameter, can be used anywhere large volume flow is required, such as in power plants or desalination facilities. Would you say PE100RC is an improvement over PE4710? In terms of strength and stress crack resistance, both factors that are essential for creating pipes at these larger diameters, then yes. But that's not to say PE4710 isn't already a very good piping material. In a previous blog, we discussed a report by the Water Research Foundation. In that report, they cited the Kobe earthquake in Japan during the 90s and found that out of all the piping materials used, the polyethylene pipes were the ones that did not sustain any damage. Steel was the second best, with about 0.26 failures per mile. That report does go on to mention that larger diameter pipes tend to outperform smaller diameter pipes. So what I'm hearing is that if you want to go with the top-of-the-line piping system in a seismic zone, go with Agru's XXL piping system made with PE100RC for resiliency and the longest life expectancy with low maintenance. Not every application requires such a large flow capacity, but I hope it is clear from our discussion today that pipes made with PE100RC offer an excellent balance of strength, durability, and long-term sustainability the trifecta of a cost-effective water supply system. And with that, our podcast has come to an end. Thank you for joining me today, Cody. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. For more information about agro-polyethylene pipes, fittings, and other solutions, please visit us on the web at agroamerica.com.